This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's And welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. We are a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy in in quarantine, quarantine, we answer a couple of advice questions from a couple different listeners. Yes, folks, this is Couples Therapy. Welcome to December. December. Oh, you ready? <laughs> so, hey, we're thinking about about becoming shock jocks. I really want a morning zoo type of vibe. We we t- we made this from uh, last week's episode with Rana and Brian. We made this uh, drop. But you can't eat ass. But you can't eat ass. But you can't eat ass. Do you want us to just drop that into episodes <laughs> randomly? Have Naomi going? Well, you can't eat ass. 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 What kind of show have we turned this into? I have no idea. It's really not us as sex negative people. <laughs> we were just remarking about how much our relationship is just based on tenderness. I know. Like last night, we just we sat in bed, we laid in bed together and watched Die Hard, and just uh, it was just a very nice, wonderful time. Two lovers watching. <laughs> I'll say this about Die Hard. We're not going to talk about it here, but I'll say this, Naomi. What a well constructed film. Die Hard really holds up thirty years later. And also, there was actually no problematic language in it, surprisingly. There was a moment where I thought it was... <laughs> yes. Because, like, you know, there's so many... There's so many... um, all, So many old movies where it's like they love some gay panic. They love, like, throwing around the F word. And it was so funny because there was a moment where I thought... I thought Reginald Vell Johnson said the Family F Family Matters himself. Family Matters. Carl Winslow himself. I thought he he referred to someone as the F word. And Andy goes, no, he said bag it. And I was like, thank God. Thank luckily, God. Luckily, we could not turn off the subtitles. So, <laughs> Oh, right. I was wondering why we had them on the whole time. Uh, because I couldn't turn it off for whatever reason. Yeah. The app okay. would not let me. Well, that's fine. I think, we, I think it was good for us to learn. Words. Ah, Naomi, happy December to you. Happy December. Hey, it's almost your birthday. Almost five days. Everyone get on social media five days from now and wish her a happy 
birthday. I mean, happy 29th birthday. <laughs> I mean, it is Pearl Harbor Day, which what do they say about Pearl Harbor Day? Oh, the yeah. Day, day to live in infamy, which I think is right for me. That's my birthday should be about infamy, you know, because I make a lot of mistakes and shame is a big part of my story. <laughs> infamy, shame. I don't know. I'm just saying they kind of go together. For someone who, there's nothing about you that's shameful at all, Naomi. <laughs> you seem to swim in it. Really? That's so sweet of you. All the times I make you leave the room so I can binge eat in the <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, see, I don't, as someone who also binge eats, but at night, I don't find but that. But see, you do it in private. I'm asleep when you do it. I, like, wake up to an empty bag of pretzels. <laughs> but you don't do that shit around me. True, 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 true. <laughs> but what I'm saying, that, like, me leaving for you to do it on your own is not shameful. Do like okay. the, the act of the of the binge eating of it's the emo- of the emotional eating is not shameful. It's when it's around another person that you feel it. So as long as I'm not in the room, it's still shameful. Like I know I'm doing something wrong, something wrong and dirty. But um, ew, cut that out <laughs> for just, real. No, you could just leave it in. But I just want the record to show I realized that was gross when I said. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> dirty Ew. I, say it again i'll put it as a drop in the next don't episode. you dare don't you dare make it a drop <laughs> i don't want anything to do with it it's way too shock jock if we do that but you can't eat ass <laughs> but you can't eat ass yes so folks we're stupid it, it, but we're not it's like howard stern but reversed so robin is in the driver's seat <laughs> <laughs> Now that's the show I want to listen to, where Robin's in the driver's seat. Mm, mm. You, what a what a show we have for you today, folks. I know you have already heard the dulcet tones of today's guests. We are talking to Amy Anniobi. Amy is a writer who is best known for her work on HBO's Insecure. She's also written for Silicon Valley, Trial and Error, and season one of Two Dope Queens on HBO. Yeah, is that where you met her? No, I met her before. Oh, really? Yeah, I met her before the Two Dope Queens scene. I'm sure we, you know what it was. We must have had like a, ba- a black lady hang at some point in LA. <laughs> I feel like I remember meeting her. It was like it was like me, her, Sashir, Nicole, maybe Grace. Like there was like a group where we all met up somewhere, and we all ha- had a hang. Was it a black lady brunch? Yeah, but like at night, <laughs> a brunch at night. Any gathering is a brunch. Let's uh-huh. establish that. And Brocktails. Then just like brunch at different times. Black lady brocktails. It was a brunch and cocktails. <laughs> Brocktails. Okay, okay, okay. Andy, that's why you're not, not invited. <laughs> that's why you're not invited. That's the only reason. That's, I'm not the, only reason. that's the only reason. That's the only reason. Oh not my being God. like a uh, a weird dude into they might be giants. Well, it's like that picture that time when we were at um whose party was it? Was it Jess's party? Jessica Williams. I like got up to go to the bathroom when all the black girls took a picture together, and then Andy's ass is just in the middle of the picture as my stand in. <laughs> it's literally Andy Beckerman in a photo with like Daniel Brooks, Michelle Buteau. It's like all these people with their yellow white ass in the middle. It is so funny. Uh, I realized I tweeted this out last week. I think it is, but uh, I've come to this realization in in my middle age. Uh, I was chasing. Uh oh, we're sitting here at the table. Both the cats. We're bad. Uh, we're we're not bad cat owners. We are great cat owners, but we are, I guess, bad parents in that we let the cats on the table. But now it's to the point where we don't even eat on the table, so you don't even have to worry about it being gross <laughs> because we don't even eat here now. Uh, I realized that I spent most of my twenties uh, chasing, like, trying to be Sonic Youth, trying to be like the cool indie rock, and then I've uh, come to the realization. But really, I'm just they might be giants, which is not bad, but it's also just like. <laughs> 
yeah, you're a nerd. You know what? That- you- the fact that you know like deep X Men continuity is is you know not getting you any cool points. Oh my god, what happened recently where you were talking and I just looked, gave you some look and in the middle you go, "You want me to stop talking about X Men, don't you?" And like it was something because you were just it was like some joke, but then you decided to explain the continuity of the joke. It had, I'm sure it had to do with Gambit, and I was just like, "No, no, more details than I need. More details than I need." Ugh, I'm off the rails. We got to focus so we can get to Amy. She's the best. But before oh, yeah. we do, you guys. Oh, we got to tell you. So we don't have the link just yet. It'll probably be up this week. So look uh, at our social Keep your media. Eyes peeled. You know, Couples Therapy Pod on Instagram or Naomi and Andy on Twitter. Uh, new t-shirts. New t-shirts. Now, one t-shirt, the Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew. We had designed by, uh, you know what, one of the people that's in the Couples Therapy Quarantine crew. Yes, Sketch, the lovely, talented Sketch, designed these shirts to commemorate the Wednesday Twitch show, a.k.a. group. Yes, by the way, if you, not to do a plug within a plug. You gotta do a plug within a plug. It's uh, the inception of plugs, but every Wednesday, 2 p.m. PST, we got a wonderful live show. In fact, most of the time, it's just me and Naomi. Yeah. But this Wednesday is actually really great. It's Kara Clank and Lisa Traeger. It's going to be real fun. It's going to be a real fun one. They've got a new podcast coming out about Law and Order, SVU, and the crime things, which you know is at my alley. And they are going to come and visit us on Twitch. So you guys should definitely come through twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. That's Wednesday at 2 p.m. PST. Honestly, people in England are joining. (laughs) People in Australia are joining. It's become an international spot. Uh, so, okay, climb out of that incepted plug into back to the T-shirts. Correct. All right, so these Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew T-shirts that uh, we'll be offering soon, all the profits are going to go to CELA, which is a local anti-homelessness organization here in uh, in Los Angeles. That it was founded by friend of the show and now City Council District 4 member, Nithya Raman. Uh, yeah. So, ooh, baby. But the- I would say... Probably more exciting now. Oh, my God. This, you guys, the other shirts we have. These shirts have been a decade in the making. These shirts, all proceeds will go to me. These <laughs> shirts are beautiful blue soft cotton shirts that say Jubu on them. Two different designs. Two different designs. You've got two different choices. You guys, we literally are setting this up so you can pre you can pre-order. You can get these shirts in time for maybe probably the last day of Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. Get it for you. Get it for your Jubu. It has Jubu on it and then my name in small letters because people have to know that this was me. It is all me. Okay? <laughs> people have to know. Hopefully it'll, you know, just drive some content. But it's funny because I've been calling Andy my Jubu since oh God, probably like our third date. And I talked about it on stage, and I always wanted to make shirts, and you always encourage me to because you love some merch. But I was like, there was something about it where I was like, no one's going to buy my shirts. I don't want to be this loser comedian with the boxes of 500 <laughs> T-shirts in a basement that no one would ever buy. And then there's something about, you know, the pandemic 2020 where I said, honey, there's no more room. There's no, You want to make it? You put it out into the world. If people will buy the song Bye Bitch, certainly someone will buy a Jubu T-shirt. <laughs> The point is, you guys, the Jubu t-shirts are coming. They are gorge. You have two different style options. They are cottony soft. And I think it's time. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we'll have a link up later this week. But we just want to seed yeah. the concept into, the appetite. into the geist. 
whet the appetite. <laughs> uh, all right, I guess that's it for the yes, intro. Yes, stop holding it up. Everyone wants it. You guys, here is Amy Anniobi. Roll it. Oh, I like that. Decisive. Very decisive. Very (laughs) gale in the morning. That's the Should I give a second read? (laughs) (laughs) Could I I go again? (laughs) It's decisive, and that's the picture uh, I have of you in my head. Decisive. 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 I, I tend to be. I tend to be. Things that like don't matter, very decisive. Things that really? matter a lot, okay. indecisive. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. need help. <laughs> My us... career choices, indecisive. Uh, Give us an example. I'm going to wear today, very decisive. Okay, okay, okay. 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 I see, I see, I see. Now, mm-hmm. you're from Texas originally, right? Yeah, Dallas. Dallas. And now, how long have you lived in L.A.? Um, since the very end of 07, so I kind of say 2008. Oh, okay, so you've been here a while. All right. So yeah, you're like yeah, I'm a okay. vet. Is I almost it... consider myself an Angelino now. Like, not really, but yeah. kind of. Yeah, have I don't you really want to someone? A Texan. Ha- have you displaced a poor person yet? Displaced someone from their home? Yeah, yeah. That, that would make you an Angelino. That would a make true you an Angelino. Oh, got you, got true you. Angelino. <laughs> I feel like I have my landlord, my old landlord, uh, her son was trying to live in my apartment for the longest time. And I was like, I'm staying here. <laughs> so I just placed him for that's a bit, good. but he had right. the last laugh. He had the last laugh. I moved out. <laughs> Are we saying that's good? No, but like a, but like a son trying to that's take the apartment. Good. Well, like a son yeah. trying to get a free apartment. No. You know what I mean? That's like, no. no. Like, let her, Amy stay in her apartment and he can figure himself out like everybody else do. That's what I say. And free apartments for children. (laughs) Yes, yes. And free apartments. He's a grown man. Exactly. He was a grown man. I'd like that to be clear. Amy, it's For the record, he was grown. (laughs) Now, you know, Amy's, Amy, see, I'm going to do this a lot though. Andy said he thought of you as decisive. I think of you as a very, um, what's the word? I like to, for the record, Amy I waggled her it. eyebrows. <laughs> I did. I just want that. I was like <laughs> decisive. Record. I think of you as very, um, what's the word, unencumbered by pesky emotions like depression and anxiety. Ooh. You whoa, seem like a really. Whoa, whoa, we need to get to know each other better because anxiety <laughs> rules my life. Does it? Okay, come yeah. on over. Come on, the water's warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is anxiety a sign? Because I think that's my sign. Uh, all day I scream about anxiety yes <laughs> so like uh, what's the acronym someone smarter put that together hey so all day i a d i s a a that gave me anxiety see, <laughs> see where i'm at <laughs> that's so interesting because you project because it is sort of like the decisiveness you project a confidence you project a freedom which i think oh, is really wow. good that's like even better the pro- like i wish i could hide it whatever my oh my gosh it's it's nothing but a tumult of emotions in here and i feel like i don't know like i i have realized with time that people some people and sometimes very close friends perceive me very differently than i feel Mm -hmm. i've heard the words ah but you've got it more times (laughs) than i can count and i'm like i don't got it it's like really really hard there are times where i i find myself cumbered by my encumbered cumbered encumbered by my anxiety um and i feel like oh so sad but i sometimes feel like i'm like suffering alone because like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't let it 
be shown. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. The writer's room knows about my anxiety because <laughs> I talk about it all the time. <laughs> but outside of that, I, I think, I'll, um, and my therapist knows. But other than that, I don't, I don't know if I, I show it enough yeah. or as much as, as, I don't know, enough to feel relatable. <laughs> I don't think I'm a relatable character. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the protagonist in your own story. No. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's no. deep, though. Wait, so wait, is it that you, uh, have you always been like this? I think of, like, in some ways that this, I was about to say town, but let's say industry. Unless you mm -hmm. are a rich white dude, mm -hmm. you don't, you're, there's some way, uh, in some way you're not allowed to show your emotions. Rich white dudes can uh, freely show their emotions, which are often I would say Frankenstein. Right. Volatile. Yeah. Volatile, volatile. And they should often volatile. not show them. Right. right. The ones right. they should not be showing. Exactly. Right. Screamy. Right. <laughs> Very uh, screamy. How do you say screamy? <laughs> right. But the rest of us have to like, uh, like cask of Amontillado style, seal it up in a wall in our brains. What's a cask? Yeah. What's the casket of Amontillado? The cask of Amontillado. It's that uh, Edgar it's Allan Poe story. Oh, oh I thought it was the Iron Man. I thought it was the. I literally thought it was the cat. The iron, you know, Man in the Iron yes, Mask. Yes, 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 I was yes. like, that sounds like it's the cast of Amontia. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe story where someone is sealed up in a wall in a basement. Okay, honey, I only I know about that. the Raven. I only know about yeah. the Raven. Okay, read I don't the know Raven his as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I only know his greatest hits. It only his I'm eight. Not a deep fan. I don't I'm know the B sides. Fan. I don't know the Poe B sides. <laughs> Poe B sides are great. <laughs> But um, it's true. I do feel like this business lends itself to like, well, you just have to always, to me, it's not even just that, right? On the one hand, until you reach a certain level of power or, you know, uh, pr prolificness. Prestige. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to convey like, I'm winning. Everyone's got to be like, mm -hmm. I'm winning. Like, you I'm know, winning. hire me, but I'm also winning. It's like, well, which yeah. one? Do you, do you <laughs> need a job? I you, I want you. Exactly. <laughs> and then once you are up there, especially as a, I think women in general, but certainly black women where it's like people already looking at you like you volatile when you don't do shit. Like it'll be yeah. like, I walked in tired. People love to think I'm angry when I'm tired. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just oh, always, I think like, I'm mad. What's wrong? And you're like, I didn't sleep. Oh, you looked mad. Exactly. Like, Fuck you. I'm mad now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you just made me mad. I felt fine. Right. Right. Do I look yeah. tired guys? No, you look real fresh. No. Oh, really relaxed. Wow. Almost like you got three moisturizers on. <laughs> exactly. I would say, exactly. if I had to guess. <laughs> Not fair. Before taping, I'm going to pull the curtain back. Before <laughs> taping, I revealed how many moisturizers I used. I asked. Let revealed. the record show. Revealed how many. Like it's a hidden secret. I'm an influencer. They can't know. I asked this. Well, two things. Wait. Um. I ask about the the uh, tiredness because I am insanely tired. Yeah, we're taping this two days, three days after Yom Kippur, three days after Yom Kippur. Ooh, no one tells You've you. You've been this. eating. The <laughs> day after is really the day of atonement because your stomach's all screwed up from fasting, and so you're yeah. and then you're not sleeping well this entire week. Right. I'm yeah. atoning for whatever I've done. That's good. I That's done everything. Much. Everything. All of not, it. Not a few things, but all of it. So. <laughs> Every yeah. choice. <laughs> um, but wait, I asked about it, whether it's like some, is, I wanted to know, is this a learned thing? Like, hey, I'm out here and I'm pretty far into my career in this business. I've learned now mm -hmm. to keep um, a button on things. And, or have you always been a kind of anxious person who has hidden it under the surface? Cask of Amontillado style. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Poe. Um, mm -hmm. I, I 
fully feel like my anxiety has always been there, but I hit it for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, I was a real like introvert, super shy kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I failed speech class or I almost failed because I refused to give any speeches because I didn't want to stand in front of the class. And then my speech teacher was like, you can give speeches after class just to me. And so she gave me a B. But like literally I like was so petrified by being out and about mm-hmm. with people that I was so I had so much anxiety but then um in high school this is gonna be really nerdy but um in Texas marching band is a big deal <laughs> and I became the drum major of I auditioned I didn't know what I was doing I just oh. wanted to audition to become the drum major of my high school marching band and without really realizing like what that meant and marching mm-hmm. band like my high school has the largest high school marching band in the world and so over yeah so overnight I went from like nobody knows me to everyone in the school knows me and they say my name at the football games and like it changed who I was I was like oh I I can't be the shrinking flower anymore because everyone knows who I am and so um it was such a weird feeling and I kind of like felt like I have to learn to be more social. I have to put myself out there more. I have to be a leader. And like, that's when it started. And I feel like now in my thirties, I'm like, I I almost feel like it's like 20-ish years of pretending I'm strong are finally like getting undone. <laughs> and, and the pandemic has been like, girl, embrace who you really are, a mess. Yes. And I'm like slowly falling apart. <laughs> well, it's like, wait, really can, rough. Can we go back to this? You had, had you never drummed before? How do you become a drum oh, major without? So I was in marching band, full nerd. Okay. I was a total nerd. I played the flute. Okay. And so um, I played the flute for like 12 years. And then um, to be the drum major, you don't actually have to play the drums. Oh. You just direct the percussion. So you oh. basically the people keeping the beat on the field while the yeah. marching band is marching is the percussion. So uh-huh. you're the major of the drums. Oh, okay. But, but you, you can have play played. Oh, yeah, so you, you like can have baton? played any instrument. Yep. And I had to learn how to direct. I went to drum major camp for um, a summer. Oh, like my God. A I month in the summer. Uh, yeah. And so I had to learn how to do all that. And literally, it, it's it's like so, so nerdy. But it is the proudest thing I've, I have ever accomplished because it literally made me a different person. And not like I'm now like pretending, but it made me have to get confident mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. Um, quickly. And, and it just like made me better. It made me a better person. And so, yeah, but then I realized, oh, that anxiety, though, was always there. It didn't mm-hmm. go away. It just mm-hmm. was, like, laying dormant. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a skill or a curse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, it's October. It's spooky season. Your anxiety yes. reaching spooky up anxiety. from the grave. Yes. Bursting Facts. through. Oh, my. Truly. Truly. When did you start going to therapy? Um, when it was maybe like five or six years ago. It was like oh, when okay. I got into like my first like real adult relationship. Mm. Um, because it was at a time where I had gotten. It, it was kind of a weird reason, but it was like I had gotten a really good job, and then I had this at the time great seeming boyfriend and I had this great apartment and I had these great friends and all the times I would talk about like what was going on in my life and how it was good I would start having a panic attack and I'd be like everything's going so well Ah!" (laughs) and 
I was like, that's not normal. I'm over here telling someone about how much I love my job and my heart is pounding and I'm starting to sweat. And mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm scared of being happy. Like, I'm scared it's going to be taken away. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I just Googled Black Therapist Los Angeles and, like, oh. emailed three different people and two called back and I picked one and then that was how it started. And then literally... Um, that therapist was, um, she was so great. Like I, I loved her and it it really made me get to the root of a lot of things and why, like basically that I was pretending not to be anxious for so long and Mm -hmm. like getting okay with being happy and getting okay with feeling awkward in situations, owning your faults, blah, 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 all the things you learn in therapy. (laughs) And, um, yeah. And so that's when it started and I've, I've had a few therapists since then, but she, she was awesome. I want to learn those things. By the way, <laughs> what you were saying, emailed, and I am in therapy, yeah. emailed. Google Black, black Therapist. Google Black Angeles. Therapist. I gave Naomi Andy, the old husband nudge. He was elbowing me. Elbows. I can't say I didn't see it. I saw it. <laughs> you saw it. Look, okay, I am resistant to starting over with a new person is basically how I feel. I get it. Like, I just like, I started with like. Like, I, I was seeing the person in New York for probably my first year in L.A., and mm-hmm. then finally I was like, okay, this is not working. I know I'm not plugged in the way I need to be plugged in when yeah. you and I are, like, Skyping or on the phone. And then yeah, and then it's like, you know, my whole not driving thing when I'm like, okay, well, who am I going to find? And then I have to get, take a lift there, pay for it, take a lift yeah, back. Yeah, stressful. Well, they better be fixing me then. And it just <laughs> felt like that was a lot of pressure. And so then, obviously, in quarantine, suddenly now we're like, we're all Zooming, like, perfect. Right. And so I finally found – but then a lot of people were booked. You know what I mean? Some people I reached out to it was like, honey, these therapists, they're making their money in a pandemic. Yeah. I'm like, I, one day I'm just waiting for my therapist to, like, call me someone else's name and just be like, it's okay, Alicia. And I'll be like, wait, hold on. <laughs> She's like, sorry, I got y'all back to back. Hello? Uh, all time. All so- you broken people. <laughs> so – so then I started with this new lady, but then I didn't like her. I literally only gave her three sessions. And then... You gave her a third? I didn't even realize you gave her a third one. Yeah. That's so enough. now I'm like... Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I need to find someone else. But I'm, And so I know that, but I'm like, okay... I went to white schools. Daddy was gone. I don't know how to not eat. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I could just be like, here, watch a couple stand-up clips and, re- and know that I'm not joking. And that you would be can. the background. You can. You can literally do that. On your first session with a therapist, be like, I'm going to send you some clips of my stand-up. Can you please just watch them? Not to laugh, but to learn who I am. And then we'll have a session, too. Yes. <laughs> Therapy is supposed to fit you, not you for therapy. You should just do that. I think that's great. I wish I had a cheat sheet. <laughs> like... Also, you do want them to laugh. I do, but like for them to really know what they're getting, right? Being like, okay, know that there's truth under all of these things. Yeah. They have to know, like, here's the backstory, because I just am so over starting over. But yeah, you know, it sucks. Just... Starting over sucks. I've had three therapists in LA. The first one, the one that I was talking about, she moved away. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'd probably still be seeing her if she if she didn't move away. And then, and she at the time was like, we can keep meeting just over like Skype or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you ever talk to anyone over the net? And like now we are <laughs> all over doing the it. net. So <laughs> what are you, Sandra like, Bullock in what? like 1998? <laughs> yes, net. I'm like, let's please meet in person. And then I got another therapist 
therapist who really specialized in like artists and and writers and she had a lot of uh clients patients I don't know who were artists and I really loved her um but I moved and it was to be honest like Naomi like it, I moved in the stress of getting to her I was yeah. like I don't want to be stressed getting to her yeah because where yeah, she yeah, used yeah. to be I could walk to her office and yeah. like now I'm like oh I gotta reserve like 45 minutes to drive over there and yes. I was like that's not what therapy is supposed to feel like. And so I contacted her and was just like, love you much, but I think I need someone who's closer to me. So I feel a little less stressed. And then um, did the same thing, Google search and all these names. And then the woman I just started seeing, she's like, her office is like uh, maybe a mile or two miles from where I live, but Mm -hmm. then pandemic hit. And I was like, okay, well, so I've never met her. Never met her oh, in person. No, so Don't know what online. she looks like from the neck down. Just on the <laughs> no net. Idea. You're just talking to her yeah. on the net. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> could you imagine, by the way, a Seinfeld-type comedian sending their clips to a therapist to, like, fix me? What's like, yes. the deal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Scissors, they're so sharp. Like, <laughs> scissors, the th- they don't need to be sharp. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, what's the deal with suicidal ideation? You no, know no, what no, I mean? No, like, no. really coming in. No, no, suicide. it's like trying to figure out the person, try to, like. Oh, underneath the, the really, like, bland yeah, observation. Like, yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld might be easy to figure out. You have problems with women. <laughs> All of it. I'll come back to you. Right. Yes. No. Any white, any white male comedian that sends their clips into yeah, it, yeah, they're yeah. like, "You have problems with women." They're like, "How'd you get that from my scissors? What? Are too sharp, bit." Wow. On the nose. Now you. Oh. Oh, you, you were gonna go. say something because I, I was gonna say. Speaking of women. Oh. Oh, I thought you were gonna say speaking of scissors. <laughs> I know we do. What about women? You go. I want to hear yours. There. Speaking of women, I'm a woman, and I'll start talking. You talked about, you know, five, six years ago, kind of going in, you had that, you had that gentleman lover. Have you, have you, do you, are you, do you have a lover at the moment? You know, I don't I, have a lover at the moment. No. Um, that relationship ended uh, for all the right reasons. Um, and, and literally it wasn't, it was not, I was not evolved enough. Therapy had not done enough work on me for me to know it was ending for the right reasons. Okay. But I, I later realized I was like, oh, he saved me from him and um and then since that time i i've been very like hesitant to get back in the dating pool because some of the work i need to do is figuring out how to be attracted to what's right for me Mm. because i think one of the things i've learned through therapy is you're attracted to what's familiar not necessarily what's good you know, so you that's why you tend to repeat your patterns. Uh-huh. That's why people who date abusers tend to keep dating abusers. It's like it's it, they know it's not good for them, but it's familiar and familiarity feels safe. And so, um, yeah, so I'm trying to like train myself to like other things. <laughs> Wait, what do you like difficult. that's bad for you normally? Oh, I love a project. Oh, like I love uh-huh. a guy uh-huh. who's a pro. It's just like he's like one day, baby, I'm gonna, and I'm like, ooh, yes. <laughs> like I just love a guy who's like haven't figured it out yet, but I'm gonna be a millionaire. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and so I literally have to stop dating. And I, my friends have, I've told my friends, I'm just like, this is my pattern. I'm trying to stop it. And I've seen them, like they have seen my eyes light up when it's like he like wants to be a director but has never directed a thing. And I'm like, well, it's not hard to become a director and they're just like amy what the fuck is wrong with you 
it's just that I come from a long line of men who are dreamers. Like I, uh-huh. I think uh, a lot of the men in my family line, not even just like my immediate family, but like I'm Nigerians and like all my relatives are like one day soon, you know, it's just, yeah. and so I, I think that's what I'm used to. And that's mm-hmm. what's kind of in my blood, what fuels me. <laughs> so I need a man who's like, kind of knows what he's about. And I, yes. I'm not typically attracted to that, which is. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's what I asked you. Like, what about that is not attractive? A guy who knows his shit. Yeah, like what is it like when you hear that? What makes you just like your eyes glaze over? Does it feel too I think, boring? Maybe I think what it is for me is like, despite where I am professionally, I still feel like I have I'm working on shit. Like I still huh. I have had the mentality for the longest time. Like one day I'm gonna one day I feel like a dreamer. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is like. Once another dreamer guy is with me, he's like, well, nope, you're a doer. And so it took me a long time to realize that I'm not as messy and untogether mm-hmm. as I think I am. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I meet someone who's so put together, I'm, I feel like we're not the same, which is not true. Huh. It's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like, I'll too, meet a guy who's yeah. like, yeah, I know what I'm doing and I know what I'm, and I'm just like, Oh, well, I'm like over here like hustling and you seem like very content. I don't know for a match. And like literally, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not I am hustling, but I'm also not. But you have like, it together, I'm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's something that I'm still like it it all goes down to self-worth. Like it's not yeah. just the man. It's not that I'm like, I need to find men who are together. It's more like I need to realize that I am together. Right. And therefore, I will want a man who's got shit together. Whereas right now, I'm still sort of struggling with this idea that I'm, like, incompetent and messy and what trying to figure my shit saying? out. What are you saying? I know. Oh, I get it. I know. Wow. Yeah. But it's oh, like my brain thinks that I am less than, so I go for guys that are like that. Because I'm like, oh, great, we can both be in the muck together figuring it right. out. And it's like, but you, you have it figured out. Stop wow. that. Wow, we're all so. sick. We're all sick. Yeah. Because I say it because like, I look at someone like you and I'm like, she's got it all. She's got it all. All she does is win, win, win. And to hear no. that you're in your head feeling like you still need something else is so, um, I like it. Not that I want you to feel that way, but I, it's good to hear <laughs> that you feel that way. You know? Cause yeah. It's so like, oh my God. Because I mean, my God, every day's a struggle. Well, you're the same way. Yeah, yeah, but I don't actually have to take it. You d- <laughs> what are you insane. talking about? That's exactly. What are you it- talking I about? I sleep exactly. every single day in quarantine during the day at some point. Sure. That sounds like someone who's got it together. <laughs> like, if you have time for naps and you're fucking recording a podcast as well, I'm like, something in your day is working. Like, you know how to time manage if you oh can fit in a nap. God. What the fuck? She doesn't listen I need to a nap. <laughs> Every time I tell, I'm like, I, I mean, I could list all the things that she's doing and it's, she would still be like, say in the same way. I think you are Amy. Like, that's ah, nothing. It's not, I really, I still don't have to, I'm not anywhere where I will. Cause here's the, th- let me throw this at you. I think this is maybe all mm-hmm. of us. Um, whatever our careers are, they're not what we want them to be. And so until yeah. they are that thing and I will, everyone that I I've ever interviewed on my other podcast, including, you amy on that podcast (laughs) um but everyone when if this ever comes up they're like oh yeah when i achieved the thing that i thought i wanted it didn't satisfy me it didn't Mm -hmm. fulfill me i just wanted whatever Mm -hmm. the next thing is right yeah there's some hole in all of us (laughs) 
There is There's some a hole that will void. never be filled. Yes. <laughs> there is an abyss at our center. <laughs> an abyss? An abyss? No. An there, abyss is worse bags. than a hole. <laughs> there is. It's like an abyss, my God. I don't a know. Dark, dark you're a real. <laughs> you're in a real. Meat. It is. Dave, you won the Miss Abyss contest. <laughs> I would. I would win Miss I'd actually be a runner-up because that's part uh, of the darkness. Yes. That's part of the that's darkness. That's part of the darkness. There is no winner. Just exactly. everyone's a runner-up. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. The, because of this sucking abyss, this our, our, will never feel like we're enough, right? And yeah. I've had to realize that in the past year or two and, like, really, like, invest in other parts of my life to make sure yeah. that, like, you know, uh, my life here with Naomi and the animals and my friends are the things that are fulfilling me or like mm-hmm. even doing stuff like, you know, playing music or something like that. That has almost nothing to do with writing or podcast. Right, right, right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Like that because I'm uh, and it's difficult, especially when uh, the industry you're in only cares about does not care about fulfillment in any way. Or they don't care oh, about like no. what else you're doing. Like no one's like, right. oh yeah, I'd love to hear some music. Oh, you're They're emotionally, like, nope. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're emotionally secure. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I don't know how to factor that into your IMDb right. star meter rating. <laughs> right. right, it's really, it's yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, do you have friends here that are not in the biz? Yeah, I oh, do. do. Oh, okay. Not not as many as I used to. Mm-hmm. Like when I first moved here, I had a lot more like college friends mm-hmm. and who who were not in the industry at all. And yeah. I think it's really, I like kind of cling to my friends who don't, I, I not cling to, uh, like, I guess I, I go out of my way to keep them in yes. my life. Yep. People who right, don't right. work in the industry because yeah. it helps me stay sane yeah. and like understand there are other perspectives and yeah, just like the world is not this. Yeah. Um, and, but I have definitely fewer friends now who don't work in the industry just because of the nature of our jobs. Right, you know, it's right. like we're working so much that our friend, our work colleagues become our friends. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I try, I try and, <laughs> and I'll have like checkups. And, you know, what's so funny is like, I always think about this, like, no matter what industry you work in, you're at some point in a conversation going to talk about what are you watching? What, yeah, yeah, like, do you like this show? And and it's so funny. Like, sometimes I'll be talking to my friends not in the industry. And of course, they want to talk about industry stuff that to them is just a hobby. Right. But I'm just kind of like, can we talk about your life? <laughs> like, can we not talk about the plot of, you know, whatever, like Rami? Like, can we please talk about something else than TV? Yes. Um, you don't want to talk because, about yeah. how many points on the back end <laughs> you're getting? <laughs> I never want to. No, I don't. It's interesting I though, because like my, I'm trying to think like who, because nobody in my family. I know Uncle Johnny. Every now and then he'll be like, he like wants details, and I'm like, no. Like I'll just even just not say what it is because I don't want to have to get into a discussion yeah. of what development yeah. is with him. But with other friends, like <sighs> I like talking about TV and movies because I'm talking about it to them. I'm not trying to like prove I know shit. I'm not trying to like talk about the business like people who are not in the business i'm like ooh, tell me more about law and order you know what i mean like i would much rather talk <laughs> about that stuff with people not in the business than with people who are you know yes i don't know that is true it i always, would too i think it's like sometimes i'm always they'll be like i like this star on this show and i'm like well they're a terrible person <laughs> and i like that's I like all i know about. too much yeah I like that's all i want to find out about. the conversation right right, right right i've never seen that show because they're terrible <laughs> and i'm just like keep it to yourself amy they don't care right don't burst their bubble i've been yeah, con- to no like burst their bubble i think we gotta burst <laughs> i think we all 
and not me, but <laughs> okay. you guys uh-huh, go need on. to spill the tea <laughs> about who is terrible <laughs> because I've been conned way too many times yeah. by like someone's Wait, way persona. too many times? Uh-huh. Someone's way persona. Yeah, yeah, way too many times. I think What's their their on? persona is of like happy-go-lucky and then I meet them in real life and they're the biggest shithead you'll ever oh, meet. No. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, no. And I hate it. It is uh it is the most disillusioning. <laughs> yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. Disillusioning. Yeah, just it, it really breaks you. I know. I mean, that's it's funny because it's like I'm not a gossip, a celebrity gossip, but I do. I like to be like, is that person nice? That's what I always want to know. I'm like, are they nice? Yeah. That's all are I they care nice? about. Is I don't it real? Like, yeah, is it real? So <laughs> yeah. Name all the shitheads you know. Start with <laughs> start with He's Ellen. like alphabetical order. <laughs> don't cancel me, Ellen. By the way, I said Ellen. Don't cancel me. Don't I already said Ellen I'm getting canceled first Ellen loves this podcast (laughs) Ellen and Portia listen to this podcast every Tuesday no but that's they're gonna be mad offended now (laughs) that like for for example Ellen is like a real one because I grew up watching her stand-up oh uh like I loved her from back in the day oh wow yeah and then to like yeah hear uh, you're truth. like, oh, dang. <laughs> it's the, like a I, bummer. The true yeah. truth, like an Edgar Allan Poe story. Oh, God. Oh, God. Another Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. Um, the Raven. I mean, I feel like I. Well, this is good backstory. I'm, we're asking these questions because we like to come in like, where are you at? What's up with you emotionally? Because we are going to be answering yes. people's relationship questions. Wait, yes. Oh, yeah. You know? Wait. So this gentleman caller, for your, uh, your, your BF, that was not right for you. How long ago was that? Uh, that was... Three years ago, two, three years ago, two and or three. Have, have you dated at all, or you're just oh, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've been around these streets. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've made some mistakes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I uh, had a, a very yeah, brief yeah, yeah. quarantine bay wow. at the beginning of quarantine, um, but it ended because he like didn't want to wear a mask outside, and I was like, I can't. Like, next you're going to tell me you're voting for Trump. Like, get out of here. And he's a black man, too. Black man who wouldn't wear a mask. I was like, what? It Why? just weirded Why? me out. I was like, like was you're living thing? too free. Yeah. Uh, he he said that he thought, well, he was like, oh, well, it spreads in the air. And, like, you know, unless you're, like, going into a business, there's no reason to have it on. And I was like, mm. Out of respect for people you're walking past on the sidewalk, I think yeah. it would be good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we differ in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, so he was just living a little too free. And <laughs> yeah, like the the day restaurants open, he was like, you want to go to the restaurant? And I was like, I want to give it a week or two. Right. I, I was just a little more cautious than yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't. Yeah. I have no desire to go to a restaurant. I love food. Don't get me wrong, but I don't love feel it. the need. Like, cause to me, when you when I see images of people, you know, eating outside and their server comes to them in fucking full PPE, I'm like, that ruins the vibe. It, yes, that ruins it the vibe ruins of eating the out. Vibe. And I'm like, I don't want it that bad. I can go. Big pick fan it up. of takeout. Yes. Yeah, big fan of takeout. Let I me grab know. it and go. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to be here. I want to have a dining experience that feels like I'm uh, in a, the surgery ward. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> high stakes, high stakes meals. Exactly. Uh, high stakes. Clear. My, uh, outback. The table in Denver. Nope. Outback in Denver <laughs> won't allow it. High stakes. <laughs> Mile High City. Uh, wait. So okay. Oh, I so got it. yeah, yeah. No, no. I, it's okay, Amy. You didn't have to. Very nice of you to get it. Took me a second, but I got it. Wait. So what? Even though you said you had to, kind of like after um, 
the creep. Can I call him that? The from three years wait, ago. Wait, wait, the the guy who was too free. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 the guy from uh, three. Not a creep. We could he call him the 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 non-essential. The uh, <laughs> the wow. lost one. The lost the, one. <laughs> he was a lost soul, right? The past person. We can call him the PPE. The past person. Experience. Um, experience. 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 Yeah. Yes. He's a PPE. The past uh-huh. person experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, at, w- after him, you said that you were, w- I, wait, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that you were kind of like taking a break in a little while to figure out how to like people that were opposite from what you Right, actually... but not, not right away. It took me dating a few clunkers <laughs> to realize <laughs> Girls, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and so I, and like, yeah, going to therapy and like talk, talking out the breakup and like everything that happened. And like my therapist being like, do you see your patterns? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm broken. And so, and then I realized, and then I kept going on dates with like these sort of like, uh, boy becoming a man type person and <laughs> but then I knew I was doing it because uh-huh. you know it's like the first step to you know <laughs> yeah. whatever admit you have the problem and I literally was like don't go on a second date with this guy but then I would <laughs> you know and I knew I shouldn't be doing it so I'd go to therapy and I there's this uh woman I listened to on another podcast I won't mention it because yours is the only podcast that matters but Thank she said so when she'd much. go into therapy yeah she would always say here I am back on my bullshit and I was like that was me for like a good solid year I was like back on my bullshit like in the same type of dude and then um, after that, I was like, dating is not working right now mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like see, your type so. was like a Bushwick comedian who had like, a, <laughs> a mattress on the floor. You literally named it. That is my type. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Improviser. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, new, wow. A new improviser. Oh, God, Amy. Uh, no. Like, not main stage. Not, not main, main stage. stage. He's, he's in 201. Someone in yes. level two. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And he's real good, but not main stage. <laughs> so that was my type. Oh. And when you said mattress on the floor, I felt a cold shiver run down my spine. Because, <laughs> yes. That's good, though. That's right. good that it's a cold shiver now. Yes. That's true. Yes. Before, it used to be like, well, a- there's got to be a reason he doesn't have a bed. Maybe he'll get one someday. Like, that was old me. As my therapist said, I round up on people. I round oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and you shouldn't round down. You should just meet people where they are. But right. I typically round up and expect the best of everyone and want the best for everyone and see the best in every dick. That sounds so. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lovely until you said see the best in every dick. You know what I mean? Like, right? That, I'm like, oh, my God, that's wonderful. I'm like, you're wishing for the best you're hoping you're like you can get it like i feels very i feel like as a friend you're wonderful yeah. to have in the corner because you're like yes i am a pretty happen. good friend <laughs> yes i'm like i believe i see it for you girl like, <laughs> i'm so that friend yeah. but like also you got to do that for yourself and i yes. think that's what i don't do i don't do it for me yeah and therefore i don't expect that from a partner and i don't right. go for partners who right right right, right. Who do that why yeah. do you think you don't do it for yourself do you think, like, I mean, you were out hmm. here being the drum captain, Major Ed. I, I can't remember. <laughs> you were out I here. I all of those titles. I'll take them. You Wait. were out here being the baton lady. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> you were the twos and fours baton holder. But, like, you know, meaning you did, you know, you did get confidence. You grew up somehow Nigerian yeah. in Texas, honey. You made it out. Whew. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> 
there are a lot of them there, and I worry. <laughs> there are. Well, it's funny because you're also like you're the second Texan Nigerian I've met in LA, where Whoa. I'm just like, I'm who's like, the other? You know the other one, Ada. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Where great, I'm like, great, great. Well, I like, just wanted to make sure there wasn't one I didn't know. <laughs> I was going to be upset. <laughs> but I was just so surprised even where I was like, two Love Nigerians Ada. from Texas now? Like from this It's an time? enclave. It's an enclave? Yeah, it's Is like, it really? it's literally, so like outside of Nigeria, it's like London, D.C., Houston, New York, Dallas are like where, wow. com- coming from yeah, yeah, this yeah. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. like not the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where they go. Yeah, and yeah. so Houston is where it's huge. But in Dallas, there are a lot of Nigerians who like couldn't make it in Houston. I don't know what, <laughs> what? we're doing there. But like, <laughs> but my parents are part of like a Nigerian organization. Uh-huh. Like they have weekly meeting or monthly meetings. Yeah. Like they're, they're deep in the Nigerian community in Dallas. I went to Nigerian camp when I was a kid. You did? Where mm-hmm. was it? Yeah, in Dallas. Oh, it was in just Dallas. like okay. at a Hilton in Dallas and all Hilton. these Nigerian kids. <laughs> yeah, it was like in the basement of Hilton. <laughs> and all these Nigerian kids like gathered in some like banquet hall where they explained our culture and our heritage. Oh, I love stuff. that though. My dad's Nigerian yeah. and like I had been a few times, but then kind of once my parents divorced and everything sort of yeah. I like lost it, you know, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get to the basement of a Hilton. Get back in touch. Yeah. I just start searching them. Honey. Honey, there are a lot of them. My dad has 14 <gasps> brothers and sisters, okay? What? Do you know how many randos? I got a text from him. So this, like, British comedian had brought me up as, you know, someone she liked, and which was very nice. Oh, that's awesome. It, but it ended up being, like, a British paper. So that I get a text from my dad who gets who shows me a picture he got from his brother who's in <gasps> London who's like, is <gasps> this Naomi? My house, she's grown and matured. And matured. <laughs> matured was his email, was his text. And I'm just like... I don't. I. I'm not. I do not remember meeting this man. You know what I mean. But, but like he, he knows you. who I am, and he saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's like they're like that. They're everywhere. I got fam. They're everywhere. 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 They're everywhere. One of them's in a basement. So go find them <laughs> and then learn about your culture. <laughs> you should, Naomi. Why don't you go to, to Texas, Texan, yeah, Nigerian summer camp. Summer camp. I should to relearn about your heritage. Maybe, relearn, learn for the learn, first time. Maybe I can get a job where I go, I'm gonna hear I'm here to teach you comedy, but it will not yes. be Nigerian at all. It will not have a religious underpinning. It yeah. will be a lot about my white lover. We'll see if I get kicked out. <laughs> just... say she came to spread scene. <laughs> get her out of here. Exactly. exactly. You're removed immediately. Immediately. <laughs> like, but I didn't learn anything yet. No. But that would be good. It would be a good way to get in, you know? That's how I get over there. Is there any other African country that has a diaspora as uh, successful as Nigeria? What do you I'm going to say no as a Nigerian. But <laughs> there probably might be, but I refuse to allow it. Well, uh, someone was literally just telling me earlier today how they're like, everyone's looking at Nigeria for the fashion now. It's becoming a fashion capital. Yeah. And it was already yeah. kind of like the, not, not kind of like the Hollywood of Africa. Yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, like they're the ones. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, we're talking fashion. We're talking movies. We're talking the Nigerian mafia here in LA. Because I met exactly. more Nigerians in LA but than ever in New York. That's what I'm talking about, right? You don't. We're you talking half of Naomi. Like, we're talking David <laughs> Oyelowo. Yeah. Right? My parents are from <laughs> like, Cote d'Ivoire. You don't hear a lot of that. Right, 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 right. We're not hearing the South Africans. We're not hearing yeah. the Ghanaians coming through. Kenyans are fast. They, 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 they are on top of sports. They're on top they're of sports. Fast. But they're not coming in mm-hmm. with yeah they're not they're not coming for- in with development deals 
<laughs> at CBS. Right, right, right. We're not getting our. I haven't met it. We have not <laughs> met our Ghanaian Yvonne orgy. We don't have yeah, our Ghanaian exactly. Yvonne orgy. You know, that's true. Where's yeah, uh, Abishola? Where's she from? <laughs> oh yeah, Bob Hart's Abishola. Nigeria. No, isn't Jeannie Isn't she Nigerian? Yes. yes. <laughs> is this is what I'm talking about. You're right. You're right. It's in our blood. It's in our, it's blood, in our blood to succeed. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was a good therapy session for me. Thanks yes, for getting me in touch with girl. my roots. It's in your blood. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Amy and Eobi to handle your scandal. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely $0, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds, and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back! And we're back. Well, Amy, you ready to answer some of these people's questions? Yeah. Sure, why not? This is actually, I have to tell you, though, this is literally my dream to be, like, a relationship (laughs) therapist. I, like, want to give advice, not because I'm good at it, but, you know, those who can't do teach. And I would love, I've been looking forward to this all week, and I just hope I make you proud. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm so ready. Okay, Andy, break it down. Give us the first one. This comes to us anonymous. Ooh, I love it anonymous. To our Gmail account. Because sometimes it's juicy when it's anonymous. Back in Mm -hmm. July, actually. This is the end of July. This comes to us. Uh, Hi, Naomi and Andy. I love you both so much. I always keep in the compliments. Makes me feel (laughs) good. Good. Be kind to yourself. 
Uh, I have a question for you that has been stuck at the back of my mind, but has been shuffled to the front due to all the time to think during the pandemic. I have been in school my whole life with many part-time jobs on the side. I got a PhD, and when I became disillusioned by the academy, I joined my university as staff. I don't love my job, but I truly don't know what other kind of work suits me. My partner is from Europe, and he would really like to move back. Part of me thinks that this would be a fun adventure, but I have no idea what I would do. Do you think moving to a new country and trying to shift my career trajectory all in one go is bonkers? Or do you think such a seismic shift in lifestyle might lead to fun new discoveries about myself? Parentheses. I should also note that I don't speak the language, but there are many opportunities for English speakers. Okay. And parentheses. At this point, it's all a fantasy. We're in a pandemic, so it's not like we can move anytime soon, and my partner is totally patient. But as uh, but as I dread waking up to work from home each day, Whoa. I can't help but think of a different future life. Dread. 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 Now we're in my wheelhouse. Uh, I can't help but think of a different future life. I'd love your thoughts. Thanks so much. Does Anonymous in a in a post pandemic world move to this European country? What are we talking? Uh, Spain, Germany, any of them, Finland. absolutely, any of them. Oh yeah, on Brexit. three, three, two, one. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't tell you what we were doing on three. I didn't. Tell you. you guys got it. I was in the middle of my head thinking, is the UK still part of? Who's still? Who's still in the? I mean, uh, the European oh, Union. Oh God, sorry, I accidentally hit the damn dog with my foot. Now, oh no. But as you said, though, again, I was dread. The word dread mm. is what sticks yeah. to all of us. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. that's your answer. Yes. Also, my only fear was that she didn't say, she said, I don't speak the language, but there are many chances for English speakers. I thought she was going to say, but I can learn it by taking a class. <laughs> because I'm like, you will hate it so much less if you right. can communicate right i lived abroad for two years in my 20s and going i lived in france and i started i went there having spoken a little bit of french but i became fluent while i was there and i enjoyed france so much more the better i spoke french right. you know it's right, like right, it's right. beautiful to look at but when you can communicate so that's my only thought is maybe she invests in trying to learn the language but she has dread Get out of that job. Yeah. Yeah. Leave Before it behind. You, went, you were like, can I have one of those uh, buttery uh, circle rolls? Half circle <laughs> yep. rolls? Yeah, yeah, that's what you call yep. them. Yeah. Buttery half circle Give me roll. a buttery circle, please. <laughs> <laughs> then halfway through, you're like, oh, I'll take a croissant. A croissant? <laughs> that's wait. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so wait, okay. When you went to, when you went to France, I, I think I remember this. Uh, you went for like writing, right? Uh, no, I went to work uh, for uh, like um, an arts nonprofit, but oh. then it like went under when I got there and then I moved to, to Paris, like literally it like went bankrupt while I was living there. And then um, I moved to Paris and I started, uh, I was like basically a PA for production company. Oh, that's what it was. Right. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But I was writing for like on my own. Yeah. I was writing while I was there, but yeah, I was, I was PAing at this production company. Uh, do you think that like changed the trajectory of your life then? Like going to, going to France, living there? Yeah, I do. In Like I knew I liked writing. I knew I eventually wanted to work in entertainment. That was kind of why I went. Cause I was like, entertainment will always be there, but the opportunity to be like 21 and living in Paris will not always be there. So let me just go. 
But like, I think there was where I grew comfortable calling myself a writer. Like mm. French people love labels and they were like, you're a writer. And I was like, no, I'm a PA. And they're like, you're always writing, you're a writer. And so by the time I moved to LA, I was already calling myself a writer, mm. which I think cut through a lot of that. I'm aspiring, like that yeah. feeling of, I was like, I'm a writer. Like you don't always get paid to write. I'm writing, therefore I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. So I do think it helped. It, it, I think it made the things that came next come faster. Um, mm. But it didn't like change my path. I, I knew I wanted to be in entertainment before. Yeah. Yeah. So this person, we're selling them whatever this country is that you could possibly move to in a post-pandemic mm-hmm. world. Start learning that language right now. Yes, definitely. And also, babe, have you been in America? Get the fuck out, okay? <laughs> if you've got an option to get the fuck out of here, you get had dread out. in July. <laughs> you had dread in July. <laughs> It's I like she's gone by now. Thank you. I'm like, let's deal with it. Talk to me November 4th. Because it's like, <laughs> if you have the opportunity to get out, get out. Also, it is like, you know, I lived in Australia for a year. And that was like the mm-hmm. first place I got paid to do comedy. Like, I love yeah. to travel and living in other countries. I mean, on one hand, it really does teach you the extent to which you take yourself with you. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, like, I learned that. You know, I thought a lot was supposed to change. But at the same time, it does let you know the parts of yourself that are, your, like... Your problems come with you. Your problems come with you. But also, oh, this is who I really am. And I say really, meaning if you take me away from all this other external pressure that I'm constantly reacting to, what do you have left? And I only know Ooh. that when I'm up and out of my day-to-day. Ooh. And so, yeah, it was like... And it's this thing, like, I'm much more self-sufficient, I think, than I realize... You know, when I'm put out, mm-hmm. I'm really good at, like, meeting people and, like, making rando friends and finding adventures. Whereas in my daily life, you can't even get me to call nobody. Like, it's yep. like I need to be kind of pushed out. And I also just, I don't know. I really, I think it's so important whenever possible, if you have any opportunity to kind of get out and see something else. That's, like, one of the things that I fully, you know, I think uh, college should be mandatory. And I think that everybody as part of college should be required. And free. And free. I no, love no, that. Free. But it should be mandatory required to live free. abroad. And, yep. they sh- and, and preferably somewhere where they don't speak the language. So that yep. they can understand kind of what it is to be, like, an other and, like, I don't think everybody needs it. And I ain't saying you, everybody got to go to fucking Harvard or Yale. It's like, you can go to community of whatever. You should just have to spend one semester at like the satellite program and South Sicily. Africa. Yeah, Sicily, something. Yeah. You gotta go new, yeah. you gotta learn some new shit. It exactly. changes the whole Time fucking to go game. to Korea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with that. That would be awesome. Yeah, this country is so thick with delusion. Like you're really- <laughs> Thick it, with delusion. It it's really a blanket. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone mm-hmm. like at night wraps themselves in yeah. this blanket of delusion. The weighted blanket. The yes. weighted blanket. Yes. Weighted blanket Pressing them down and making them sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that you need to get out from under that. Yeah. And yep. get some perspective. Right. On who right, right, you right. are as a person. Right. And if you have the privilege and ability to do that. Right. And then and then come back and make sure everyone else has that privilege and ability. Yes, Gaga. That part. Pay it forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, why don't we do a voicemail? We have a voicemail. <gasps> all right. What? I know. It's very high tech. This is the best thing, you guys. As always, we say we love we love to get your messages, but there's nothing I love more than when you call in. I get to hear your voice. I get to know where you're this at emotionally. This is so cool. What, do you ever recognize a voice? Are you ever like, Mom? No. <laughs> God, that would be great, actually. She was like, I'm trying to meet you on your level. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to you on your podcast. Hi, I have a problem with my daughter. <laughs> she don't call nobody. 
And then you're like, oh, okay, well, that was fair. That was a good question. But- oh, my God. <laughs> the most passive-aggressive way of talking to your daughter. <laughs> All right. Hey, Andy and Naomi. My name is Louie. I'm a pretty recent fan, but I've been listening for a few months now. I can't stop in here all episodes. I love what you guys do. Um, anyways, I guess it's time to give it down to the meat and potatoes of it. So essentially, me and my coworker were displaying some signs of affection to each other for a while. It was all very subtle, and it progressed over a couple of months. After my last breakup, which, per- hey, which um, hit pretty hard a month or so ago, he was there for me, and he helped distract me while I recovered. When I finally was able to recover for a couple of weeks, I was mulling over in my head on how I should ask him out, especially with quarantine going on. I thought it would be too stressful. Um, but then a couple of weeks ago, I brought him back to my house. Um, I'm usually his right home from work, so I could change before we met up with another coworker. I asked him out, and it went pretty well. He liked me too, and we saw each other every day for a while. And we also regrettably rushed a little bit on the sexual side of things, um, but it really showed some flaws about myself, or at least I think they're flaws. So here's what I want to ask. He's never been able to get me off. <laughs> Sorry. But I really enjoy his company. I really love him, and I want this to work. But how do I ask him what I want in my sex life without it coming off as selfish or too forward? For reference, this is my first physical relationship, and I have a lot, and I mean a lot of repressed sexual energy. Um, thanks for the help if you can, and thank oh. you for letting me be on the pod. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, Louie. Wow. wow. Wait, there was a lot what? There. First sexual relationship. Oh. I know. And with a coworker. So it's like another with a layer. Oh, is that illegal? <laughs> it's I not- wonder what level they are. Are they equals? <laughs> or yeah. does one have to quit? Well, I mean, Louie is his ride home. So I think Louie's already in charge. Louie's in charge. <laughs> Louie, make sure he's not in your department. Um, Ooh, okay, so there's a lot. I love this. I yeah. love this question. Amy, you want to tackle, tackle it first? Yeah, tackle it well, first. I don't know the answer yet, but I actually just, <laughs> I love the question. I wanted to know what y'all would say as the experts, and I would chime in. <laughs> well, let's talk it through. Yeah, yeah. I think there's two different yeah. kinds of things going on. Yes. One is yes. uh, first uh, first uh, intimate sexual yeah, relationship. Sexual, I don't, yeah. we, we don't have to go into like what had been done before, what people right, are right, counting. Right. As, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, right, of course. But what, yeah, we're using, yeah, that word. Yes. First. Uh, first, uh, encompassing all kinds of yes. intimacies. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. There is the uh, can't get Louis off. Yep. Part, yep. To right, probably I think are all wrapped together, right? Right, because he's also talking about having some repression. Yes. Yeah. So I think yeah. all of the stuff in some way maybe is uh, is now. Look, guys, don't call me a genius. All right, <laughs> you don't have to for coming Happy up to. with this idea that it's all connected in some way. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Ex- genius <laughs> expert, yes. the expert. When right I here. said he was an expert, <laughs> I it. yes, I am. Uh, J.J. Abrams crafting Lost. What? It's How all did connected. You get us to it's, Lost. It's all connected, and really, it's more. It's all of connected. A... <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it. She says. I guess he's really just a producer. And not... Okay, so um, here's what I think. Like, well, because the question is like, okay, you're saying you really like this person, and you yeah. want like, and you you really care about him. You want to kind of keep seeing him, but there's some of this frustration, you know. 
how is he saying how do I say it or whether or not he should say something? Because I feel how like I? he should most definitely say something. Yes. Yes. But you have to say it. For, it's all about the timing. Don't say it when you're in the middle of it. And no. it's like a little frustrating or confusing or, you know what I mean? Or yeah. he's feeling a little insecure. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I don't know if that's when you bring it up. I think you got to kind of bring it up almost like in advance. You know what I mean? When you're feeling amorous and you're like having some smoochies and then you do a little talking and you go, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a sex what? idiot. I am i don't know how to like <laughs> I'm a I love sex smoochies idiot. and talkies. <laughs> I love smoochies and talkies. That's so funny, Naomi. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of wonder because he ended with like, I have a lot, and I mean a lot of <laughs> repressed sexual energy. I think mm. were his words. I'm curious if he knows what gets him off. Yeah. Um, ah. Because this is his first sexual relationship, so part of me is like, are you aware of what you like? Um, and if you aren't, um, like, it's it's a minefield. But I would honestly suggest porn, like watching some porns. And like finding what turns you on and what you're into, and and obviously like the you know it's a minefield out there, and but a lot porn's of porn not is real terrible. Life. You know how like you but maybe it looks like life. something, but like you look at something and you're like when you're actually like trying to do it again. I'm sex negative, so I'm just guessing. I try to do it, <laughs> just guessing. But it's like and then you do it, you're like, oh my god, my back. That's not as yeah, fun as it it's looked. It's not real. You know? It's like literally watching, you know, Gone in sixty seconds. Nobody drives like that. Don't drive like that. <laughs> so porn is not like now I need to have sex like that. But it's more like, oh, like maybe I like it when there's a finger in my butt or whatever. Uh-huh, like uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, it's like figuring out what you're into with your own body first. Yeah. And then I think it could be easier to say to your partner as opposed to in the moment being like. Hey, what you're doing isn't working. It's more like I like that, more of that. Yes, that. Uh-huh. Yes, you know, yes, yes. and helping them positive get reinforcement. To, yeah, positive reinforcement and no negative. And then I completely agree with Naomi with like if there's something specific or a conversation that you want to have to do it outside of the bedroom in a neutral zone. Yeah. Like so- maybe while like making breakfast. <laughs> over some or, eggs. Hi. Yeah, over some eggs. Do you like the <laughs> eggs? Well, I'd like a finger in my butt. And that's <laughs> yeah, how you do I'd it. I'd like the eggs on me. <laughs> like the eggs on food me. Food play into it. It's yeah. a little uh, it's a little BDSM y. Well, that's fun for mornings. Uh, and mm-hmm. the BDSM for breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast, dinner, sexual machinations. Breakfast, dinner, sexual machinations. God damn. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's probably the third or fourth time you and I have said the same exact thing. Oh, you mean just in this conversation? Yes, in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you're around one. Get married. (laughs) When you're around one person all the time, you will start to say the same words. But you're so you're saying though, like porn should be more of a. Well, is there a way that you can just read? I'm thinking about the difference between reading a menu and (laughs) looking at the pictures. And the pictures, (laughs) yes, the pictures are always like. Like not That's realistic. That's not how the food's gonna taste or right. look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, they stage well, that. Yeah, the lighting is so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there too was, good yeah, sometimes, to be honest. Good. Yeah, there was a cinematographer. Right. Your sex yeah. life. Everyone, guys, your sex life doesn't have a cinematographer. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Barry, remember that. Barry Sonnenfeld's not there in the bedroom with you. Gross. Andy's reading Barry Sonnenfeld's book. Very funny. You don't want him Not there. Stu- <laughs> don't want him, I don't in want the him there. You don't. He's very neurotic. <laughs> but, but like there, 
so, okay. But the thing is, okay, I think being able to vocalize the things you want is something that takes a lot of practice, especially I find in, again, like, look, not to knock America. I know everyone loves America, but not to knock American society. (laughs) It's so fucking repressed. And so, like, truly, like, I know Naomi actually jokes about being sex negative. American culture is truly sex negative. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's, like, weird. Yeah. Yeah, it loves images, but, like, any actual sex, it's just, like, it fucking, like, loses its brain. It's like, no, don't do that! (laughs) So, uh, I think learning how to actually vocalize, it's really tough to get past that kind of, like, shame embarrassment response. Yeah. And I guess I... I agree. I'm definitely not saying this from my point of view. (laughs) (laughs) No. But also, I, I, that's so true. And I think there's something to acknowledge. Like, sex is such a fucking weird activity and, like, mm. so inherently gross as much as it is beautiful. Thank um, you, Amy. Yeah, it's gross and fun and beautiful and disgusting. Yes. And, like, literally, um, and I think getting through that is, yeah. like, par- yeah, is, like, part of it. And, and probably this guy might be a little in his head if this is his first sexual experience and maybe um, that could be contributing to it. It it could also be the partner. Like this person might be mm. your friend, but I think it's worth exploring being right. honest with yourself about what you like with this person and not going along just what they like. You know, it's like love languages. Like if your love language is gifts, your instinct might be to give gifts to people, but Mm. actually you should be receiving gifts, you know? And so Mm. like your love languages Mm -hmm. might not match and it might just be communication that's going to get you there. Right. 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 You have to talk to each other. No, but it's true, but it's like, it's true. So you have to like push past, you have to learn how to push past. I mean, it took me a long time to learn to push past that. Like, shame embarrassment still doing it still doing it still learning it's a journey it's a journey and i'm proud Mm -hmm. how how many years of marriage again Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've been together a decade a decade figuring it out every day is a discovery that was for the joke (laughs) (laughs) oh you're doing good andy thank you <laughs> no, but it's true. No, but it's true. Yeah, it yeah. takes a, it takes it takes, a, it takes a long time to like learn to push through that, and, and so you can be honest, right? And it's also like, I yeah. mean, if you guys have been friends for a little while, I mean, you know, how is con- talking about other stuff? So, meaning, yeah, are you able to be open about the emotional stuff? Meaning, you know, the non-sex stuff, or you know, I mean, do you already have a layer there? Because sometimes it can be tricky. Like when you're first dating somebody, you know, where everyone's trying to impress, you know, both sides just wants the other person mm-hmm. to like them, so you're not really re- ready to go a little deeper. But especially if you're a repressed person, this is kind of a big step for you to even have the conversation. Mm-hmm. So the thing yeah. is, are you ready to have that conversation? with the person like it may you may need another couple of weeks together you know or like what under your belt before you feel like okay i'm ready to go there like yeah. don't you know wait until you, yeah. you really feel comfortable not just if you feel horny he mentioned that he felt like they rushed it so yeah. it's also yeah. i don't think if you're with someone who's understanding and kind you can also say hey can we slow down like yeah. i i think it might feel weird to be like we already went there but can we back up but i think you can say like hey, I kind of think we rushed this, um, the sex part, and I like you and value you so much. I'd love to go a little slower because it's this is really new for me. 
Um, and yeah. if they're like, no, I want to fuck, they're not for <laughs> you. But if they're like, oh, I get it, then yay. Yeah. No, if they say no, the you never give them a ride home again. Okay. Never. You, you, yeah. honey, you, you drop Close them off at the door. side of the road. You drop them off at the mm-hmm. side of the road. Or they got to be in the, the truck. Car. Kick them out. The, what'd you say? Or they got to be in, in the, the truck. truck. Or put them in the truck. Why are you putting them there? Why are you putting them? Where are you taking them? <laughs> a ditch? Where are you taking them? Yeah. Yeah, that's how we break up. That's how Louie and I break up. We leave you at a ditch. Okay, Supported. get in the trunk. <laughs> no, Louie, I'm really happy, though, that you came to us with this, and I'm glad that you're thinking about these things, and this is very good to be having the, to just yeah. know you need to have the conversation and, you know, again, just have it in a moment where, you know, you, you have your words, you know what you want to say, and there's not, like, pressure in the moment to do whatever is being said. Yeah, maybe, yeah, think it through yeah. beforehand. Write a oh, script. Yeah. I don't know. Write a script. Helps. Actually, write a script and also write his lines, okay? And then, really, you just say, hey, do you want to do this scene with me? And then the scene <laughs> is just what you want to say and then exactly how you want him to respond. What and do you then say, so you're getting your lines wrong. You're, you're getting your lines wrong. It's like, <laughs> What's your motivation? Read the script. <laughs> truly, truly an insane suggestion. Can you just imagine someone handing you this, like in a relationship, someone handing you this I'd script? like to play this out. <laughs> yes. That would be so funny to me. Just imagine every conversation you all have had in your heads with someone. Yep. And how the minute you actually talk to them in real life, that whatever that fantasy you built up in your head is totally out the window. Oh my it's god. Never I gone. hate it. It's like whenever anyone you're like you 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 have a tendency to like whatever, like be passive aggressive and they're like, When when have I ever been passive aggressive? And then you can't think of any time and you're like, I don't know. And- it's like it never works when you rehearse it in advance it never works like oh that oh my god oh. all so your evidence real. is gone <laughs> oh Amy, what a what a delight this what a been. damn delight oh, oh we're a done. goddamn delight <laughs> a goddamn delight this was beautiful i enjoyed it so much you guys this is my like literally highlight of my week <laughs> oh my god you highlight of our week yeah, so good real. to talk to you for real <laughs> what this uh I gotta say, like taping these has been like a uh, a respite from yeah hell yeah, and uh, this is uh... well. It's also just rem- me for me. It's such a it's my social release valve. Yes, like, it's like because you're someone who I just simply adore, Amy, and I haven't seen you in I adore two y'all. years. But it's like Literally you know what I mean, so like just long. so long. So it's like oh, and then it's like oh, good. now I see the face, and we have to talk, and that's good. And that's good. (laughs) Big agree. (laughs) All right, my dear. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Next time. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.